0: Welcome to Inspiration to Creation. If you're feeling a little bit directionless in creating an authentic life or business for yourself, or maybe you're just in need of a little more purpose in your days, then you've come to the perfect place. Together, we'll hear from special guests, share stories and strategies to help us lead a more purpose-led life. The journey from inspiration to creation is powered by purpose, and I'm so happy that you're here today to start that journey. Welcome back friends to another episode of Inspiration to Creation. I am Claire Foot, your host from Amila studio and I'm so grateful that you are here with me again today. I have had a couple of weeks off because I had COVID and it meant that I literally didn't have a voice for like a week and a half, but seems to be back, although a little bit raspy still, maybe a sexy version, I don't know. So I'm going to roll with it today so I apologize if I'm a little bit nasally or what have you but I'm so stoked to be back and it puts into perspective having good health. I am very grateful that I generally have good health although it seems I've been whacked in the past like month kind of Back to back with having a cold and then COVID. So I think I'm done. I think I've had my quota for the next 12 months or so. So I'm keen to get back into recording the potty on regular programming as well as having our inspiration to creation in conversation episodes that are going to continue to drop where I sit down and have a chat with inspiring creatives all about their life journey as to where they are now and the fact that from the outside it looks all shiny and delightful like they're at the top of a great mountain but takes a lot to actually get there. And that's exactly what this episode is all about today. I'm talking about the transformative journey that we seem to all be quite obsessed by. We love to have a self-discovery journey, health, fitness, career, whatever it may be. And we seem to be obsessed by that transformative before and after, particularly the before and after pictures, uh, whether it be of someone's life, their body, their home, a location, whatever it may be. We are just so obsessed with that transformative before and after. But today, I really want to speak about The space in between, the space between that before and after pick is taken and the steps and the dedication that really takes during that space in between from that first initial spark of inspiration for your dream life, whatever that may look like, to creating that as your reality and diving into today that space in between. As humans, we just seem to be so fascinated by that transformation, particularly that before and after narrative. And it's deeply ingrained in our culture, as well as in our psychology, as we're just drawn to those stories of personal growth and physical makeover, radical change, because often that radical change, it really symbolizes for us triumph over challenges or the pursuit of this idealized self. The phenomenon isn't just evident in our personal narratives, but we see it throughout media and reality TV shows, self-help literature, as well as like social media platforms. You think of how many people who have blown up on socials because of a before and after pic, because of some form of transformation. We just bloody love it. And look, I'm on... I'm 100% on board with this too. I love a transformation and the mundane steps that it takes in between they're not exciting. They're not radical. It's the before and after that really sparks interest and that aha moment. It's not the steps in between that spark that for us. Because that before and after narrative, it's really simple. It's really clear. We think, "Oh, great. One day we look or we feel a certain way and then we see the afterpic. it may be years of blood sweat and tears in between but we see those two up against each other and it paints a it's a simpler picture it provides a very clear contrast it's a visual representation of shortening a complex journey it makes it seem so linear and achievable for us which is awesome as far as inspiration is concerned sometimes those sorts of Transformative images can spark in us inspiration that we can see. Oh, if someone else can do it, it means that we can too. I can't help but tread with caution because the before and after narrative, the images, the structure in which it simplifies the journey is not the reality because it doesn't show the complexity of our human experience. Because the bit that those before and after transformation images are missing is that messy, mundane piece in between. The piece, the steps that you actually have to take to get there. And those steps generally, they're not glamorous. They're nothing nothing radical. If anything, they're pretty straightforward things to be doing. And they're so straightforward, it means that you either could do them very very easily but it also is so easy not to do them and my favorite book of all time is the slight edge by jeff olson it is such a great read i can highly recommend it and the first few chapters of the book actually go into detail about this concept the fact that the mundane day-to-day steps that it takes to gain radical transformation are so mundane that the everyday person overlooks them. There is a stat in the book that says that 95% of people don't do the mundane everyday steps. It is the 5%. The 5% that we look at from a distance and think, oh, they have it all. They've managed to transform every aspect of their life. Maybe they've gone through a health and fitness health and fitness transformation, as well as a mindset transformation, a career transformation. And from the outside, it just looks like, wow, overnight, they managed to have pulled their shit together and completely turn it around. But the reality is it takes mundane steps every single day. Because every single day, if you are doing a workout, say a 15 or 20 minute workout, That is so easy to do. A 15-minute walk every day, that is so easy. In fact, it's that easy that it's so easy not to do as well that you could skip a day and then a day could, could collate into a couple of days and then it's a week and then it's a month and all of a sudden, a month out of the year, you haven't gone for that 15 minute walk in comparison to what your life would look like if every day for that month you did go for a walk. It is so mundane that it's so easy to overlook. Personally, I think health and fitness is a really easy example to pull from because if we consider, as say, the example of going for a walk, doing that 365 days of the year. In one year's time, how radically different your life would look. It's the same with if you eat healthy foods in comparison to foods that aren't good for you and your body. If you choose to make that decision 365 times, you will be on a completely different trajectory in one year's time by making that very simple, very mundane decision. And the slight edge goes into detail with a lot of great examples about different people in different walks of life and how their lives have been radically changed just by making one tiny decision every day that puts them on the path, on the right path to where they want to be going. And I say the right path is in the right path for them, their personal journey and where they want to be in a year's time. I think a year's time is a really great place to start I mean maybe you want to start with just a week really crunch it down and say okay for the next week how would I if I was to show up for a whole week as the best most elevated version of myself how would I show up for just one week it would mean I would do a workout every day. I would choose to eat when I had a choice between something that was slightly more healthy than the other, I would choose something that was gonna fuel my body in more productive ways. When I had the decision to either read 10 pages of a, say a self-health book in comparison to sitting on the couch for half an hour, an hour and binging something that just had no that had no impact on me. They're the kind of things that make such a huge difference. And if you want to chunk it down into looking at a week, you could consider for one week if I was to live – like the ultimate high-level version of myself, what would she do? And you just show up as her every day for a week and just see how you feel because for me personally, I know that when I do this and I'm really conscious of it and I include a great morning routine which includes journaling and meditating before I go and work out and walk my dogs and then spend time with my husband before I actually get stuck into work, I feel so much more fulfilled and energized by taking those steps. But what fulfills you and energizes you may look completely different. So I really encourage you to take a look at your next level self. If you were to show up as her, For a whole week, like what would you be doing? What would she be doing? I know for a fact that she wouldn't be talking negatively to herself. There'd be a lot more kinder words. The self-talk would be a lot kinder and I could really take on some of that. Maybe on day one, the talk wouldn't be as kind the self-talk wouldn't be as kind as on day seven which would then accumulate to on day 30 she'd be talking even kinder to herself and 365 days later a year later she'd be talking even kinder to herself in my opinion we often look at these before and afters and we think that they become an overnight thing we look at we see someone one day and then three months later we see them and go whoa they've changed so much it's an overnight thing but the reality is, that's not what happens. You actually have to commit to this, inverted quotes, overnight transformation. The best analogy that I've heard is from the Slide Edge. The example that Jeff Olson uses in the Slide Edge is thinking of a scale, like an old school. Scale. I'm sure they're cold scales. Yeah. You know how you put a weight on one side and not the other. It works kind of like a seesaw, I guess. So if we think about where we are right now, and I'll use the example of a fitness goal. So I may have a goal, which I've told you about before. I have the goal of running a marathon. It's not something that I could run today. I could not do it. I could not go out and do it. So the marathon, will say sit on one end of the scale and at the t- at the moment it's sitting quite high compared to where I am and it's on the other side which is quite low. I have quite a bit of overtaking to do quite a bit of work to do before I actually be able to get to that marathon. But if I slowly but surely start adding weight to the marathon side If I slowly start adding a training session here and there, I start fueling my body, I start doing strength workouts to ensure that I've got strong glutes and strong muscles to power me through. If I start doing that and adding to the side, the marathon side, which is currently sitting really, really high, at first... I will start training. I'll start adding to that side. I'll add and I'll add and I'll add and I'll add. And it's unlikely that there's going to be any movement on the scale. I'm still going to be running the same times. I'm still going to be just as exhausted and feeling like, okay, I'm into this a month and I still feel no better, no faster, no more confident. But as I keep adding to the marathon side, keep adding weight, I keep accumulating training sessions onto that side, slowly but surely, the scales will start to move. Slowly but surely, the marathon side, which has... Seemed so far out of reach, will slowly become closer and closer and closer to me. And I believe that the reason we think transformation happens overnight is because the only bit we see is at the point where the scales tip, where all of a sudden the scale, something that was so far out of reach, becomes within reach and it tips in our favour, but the bit that we don't see is the bit in between, the piece in between inspiration to creation. That little piece in between is a bit we don't see and that's the bit where we're adding and adding and adding to those scales until they start to tip. And the pieces that we add to that scale, I say, are so mundane that If we were to record those pieces, if we had a before, during and after picture, the during would be so bloody boring. It would be so boring, so uninspiring for ourselves and everyone else involved. And that's the reason why we don't get to see that bit because There's not really that much going on because you're slowly but surely gaining that momentum. And it's not until the momentum is gained towards the end that you actually have something to show for it. So in order to tip those scales, it is a journey It is a daily practice and that is why I particularly like to talk about self-discovery and your personal development journey as a practice. You have to practice it every day. You have to practice improving and strengthening your mindset, practice discovering yourself and your self-awareness. You really have to do it every day. You have to continue practicing because you won't just one day overnight, Arrive. That is not what self-discovery is about and that is not what any of these sorts of transformations is about. It's a practice and we have to show up for ourselves daily if we want to see that transformation, if we want to see the scales tipping in our favour. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Inspiration to Creation. I hope that that was helpful and I cannot recommend highly enough The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. I will link it in the show notes so you can get yourself a copy or listen via audiobook. It is a really transformative book. I say transformative. If you take the steps, it's all well and good to be inspired by the words and the concepts within the book. You do have to take those mundane daily steps to actually see any sort of transformation. I would love for you guys to come and connect with me on Insta at Amilla Studio because I do have a Purpose and Pinot event coming up in Melbourne in the next few weeks where we dive deep into uncovering the first step on our journey on the path to a more purpose-led life we hang out with great inspiring women together over a glass of wine and create vision boards so we can start articulating our future self and what they may look like it's a really fun night and I would love to see some of you guys there so check it out at amillastudio.com.au I'll catch you again next week thanks so much bye Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Inspiration to Creation. If you've enjoyed this episode, please come and connect with me on Instagram at Amilla Studio or in our Facebook discussion group. Just search Inspiration to Creation Podcast. This is an independent podcast and I'm so appreciative of your time and support. If you could follow this podcast on the platform that you're listening to this episode on or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I'd be forever grateful. It helps so, so much to spread the word about purpose. Thanks again. Bye. This podcast is created for educational and entertainment purposes only and not intended as a substitute for seeking professional help.